0: Right. Well, I'm going to say that Wednesday night, we have some world-class musicians in our praise team. We're fortunate to have them, we really are. So. Praise the Lord for them. Now, if you will read your Bible, or read your turn, rather, to Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. Let me just take a turn there. Well, look, it's my daughter. Hello, my daughter. Glad you could finally join us this morning. Colossians well, chapter 1, verse 10. That ye may walk worthy of the Lord unto, unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Let's have a quick word of prayer, if we may. Father lord we just thank you so much for this day lord thank you for your grace and your mercy lord help us to learn from your word this morning let your word go out and go forth and lord uh, help us to understand what needs to be uh, learned this morning and uh, lord help us to apply it to our lives spiritually and lord help us uh, to continually grow in you each and every day lord we thank you love you and praise you in jesus name i pray Well, uh, of course it's no surprise and I am a uh, sci-fi geek and nerd. I don't think it's going to have to, it's not a real big stretch for you to see that. (laughs) So I do like watching uh, movies like uh, The Avengers and Thor and and, uh, Captain America, which is one of my favorites, I love Captain America. I like the character, not the movies, but him personally, he's a liberal jerk. But anyway, (laughs) uh, (laughs) just just put it bluntly, anyway. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I like the movie Thor. I don't know why. I don't know why. Whenever I watch that movie, Odin, how many have seen that movie? Just out of curiosity. Okay. Whenever I see Odin, I think he looks like my dad. I don't know why. In fact, he has a patch over one eye that dad has a bad eye. I don't know. In fact, they'd called dad open all father half the time anyway. But uh, the Thor was being arrogant and not showing good leadership and uh, being selfish. And he wasn't uh, so. Uh, Odin cast him out. He took away all of his power, and, uh, the, his, of course, Thor had his had his hammer, you know, and uh, which controlled his powers. And Odin said in there, said, uh, whoever be worthy will possess the power of Thor, and he cast it down, so nobody could pick it up unless you were worthy. Well, that got on my mind, for whatever reason. Like I say, i, uh, I afraid gets tore up because we like, me and Brandon Madison will watch, uh, Disney Plus and watch the Avengers and watch uh, Thor, and Age of Ultron, all that stuff over and over and it drives me crazy. To be honest with you, I do it most times the time. but you know it just uh, it's a lot of fun. But uh, but I got on my mind about being worthy. You know, I, you know I don't know about you guys, but me personally, uh, you know it is uh, uh, real easy uh, to have a lot of uh, self doubt, uh, self condemnation and uh, to not feel worthy, you know, this week has just been, every week it's just crazy, you know, it's just ups and downs, highs and lows, and, you know, it's so easy to uh, to ask yourself, you know, why does God even want to fool with me, why does He want to waste time with me, why am I, you know, I'm not worthy to even say His name, I'm not worthy uh, to be a Christian, I'm not worthy to be a pastor, you know, and, you uh, particularly when you sit and mess up so many times, you know, you're thinking, you know, I, why in the world would he call me to be a preacher? Well, you know, I, I am so unworthy to be standing up here telling anybody about the Lord. I praise God for his calling. I praise God for uh, this church and, and built to uh, to teach and to preach. But I'm still so small and so unworthy uh, to be up here. And... Uh, it i just really been praying about it this week, and i feel like, maybe that's something I'd speak on this morning, you know, because, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who feel, you know, your Christian walk, uh, the old devil, uh, he wants to drive a wedge between us and God, and, I, and it, 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 you talk to a lot of people out there, right? and I've talked to people, and I've said, hey, why don't you come out to the church, we'd love to have you all, you don't know what I've done, you don't know what I've said, you don't know what I've done in my past, and so they don't come to church. I was say, like, man, that's exactly what you need to be. All the walls would fall in and cut wide because they don't feel worthy. And I try to explain to them that there's nobody worthy. God makes us worthy. You know, when you tell to Jesus Christ, our first Lord and Savior, he makes us worthy. And, you know, it is, uh, we're all sin-filled. You know, there's, there's none righteous, on not one. Every one of us are sinners. Every one of us mess up. Every one of us make mistakes. But praise God for his grace and his mercy that he does not give up on us. You know, and it, it is so easy. You know, we, we I think sometimes we try to uh, make God uh, to form in the way that we think, which is wrong. Because you know, we think you know everything's based on merit. And if you do this, you know, if you do good things, then supposedly good things happen. If you do bad things, then you're going to be punished. You know, we we have that kind of. And so when we mess up in sin, we're like, oh, no, well, I'm, I'm, I messed up again. I'm so unworthy. Why, you know, God's going to be done with me. If I if every bad thing that happened, you're thinking, well, that's because I messed up. That's why all those bad things happen. You know, it's so easy to think like that. And we've got to get out of that line of thinking. Because if you've given yourself over to Jesus Christ, if you have, have confessed your sins and you said to Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then don't forget your place as a king's kid. Joint heirs to the throne. He makes you worthy. Without Christ, we are unworthy and we cannot stand before God Almighty. It's so easy to have those those doubts within us. Let's look over here at Ephesians chapter 4, 1 through 3 real quick. Ephesians chapter 4, 1 through 3. Keep your hand over here in Colossians. We'll come back to that here in just one second. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3.
1: Therefore,
0: the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. So in other words, we're talking about that walk, we're talking about our conduct. With all loneliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope. Of your calling. So, when we look at that being worthy, we're talking about our conduct. You know, our, our conduct uh, should be worthy of praise. Our, our, our. Well, the change that we have made in, internally, uh, the commitment we've made to Jesus Christ, should be evident outwardly in our actions, our thoughts, and our attitudes. And you know, and over the course of the last two or three weeks, that I've been preaching. You know, I've been talking about anger, and I've been talking about. Uh, dealing with a lot of these things that are going on politically and in our lives. And, and you know, it's so easy to uh, to go off on somebody on social media. It's so easy to want to go off on somebody uh, in general because what we're, our attitudes are so, uh, uh, our anxieties are so high and we're so upset with what's going on. But that as a child of God, if you've made that commitment that we should be, of all people, be showing charity and love and grace and mercy and forgiveness Our conduct should be speaking for itself. Uh, You know, and I know it's hard to do, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, we're not perfect. And it's always, it's hard to always uh, show that proper conduct uh, to those, particularly those who have wronged us. It's hard to have that kind of forgiveness. It's hard to show that kind of love. It's hard to show that kind of mercy because our our reaction is to react. Our action is to uh, want to show hatred and bitterness towards somebody that has hurt us. And uh, you know what does God's sort to of tell us to pray for those who, that to persecute you or hate you and, and to show that love and, and we got to redirect we have to, to really pray about that and pray about our conduct because people are watching world, all right is our eyes are on you and right now you know the, the to me it's almost like we're seeing uh, such hardened hearts like never before when it comes to Lord. and uh, maybe you know, it, you just want to. Just grab people or shake them, you know, because they, just, they, want their, they want to deny the existence of God. They want to deny the existence of Jesus. And, uh, you know, you just want them to understand what Christ is offering them, that free gift of salvation. But they don't want to listen. They want to just put you down. And, uh, you know, and so sometimes our actions can speak louder than words. You know, when you're at the workplace or at school or at Walmart, which is a nightmare in and of itself. And uh, I'm ready to tell you, I hate going to Walmart with a passion. It's just they are just the rudest people, you know. I hate that. You know, I want my conduct to be good, Sister Linda. But, yeah, I want you. you I want my conduct to be good. But when you say, excuse me, and they go, that makes me angry. Because then I get loud. Well, excuse me. I'm sorry you were in my way. And the brain is like, man, quit, quick, quit. They don't know who you are. They might see you on TV. I said, I don't care, man. I got rude people. That's not showing a Christian attitude. I should say uh, Excuse me, and they go, I say, okay. You need to go to Bristol. Huh? You just need to go to Bristol. It's bigger, more room, get in, get out, be gone. I ain't doing nothing in Bristol, brother. Anyway, uh <laughs> So, <laughs> I'll take my chance of to But anyway, <laughs> it is just, uh, I, uh, uh, it's hard, you know, to have your showing the proper conduct. And then, you know, if I do get smart and say something like it, then I feel guilt because i like, oh, I shouldn't have acted that way, I shouldn't have said that. You know, and what if they did see me on TV, and they do know who I am, they do know who the church is, you know? And it's like then I feel bad. Then you know, it's like I don't want to do anything cause of reproach upon the Lord or on the church. And then you start feeling those feelings of guilt, and it's, it's easy to do that. But you know, we're going to get into, some, into uh, condemnation here in just a minute. There's from condemnation to conviction, which I think is important. But let's uh, let's look over back over Colossians chapter one, verse ten, real quick, if we may. You've uh, turned uh, the page. I'll give you say turn back there. Colossians chapter one ten. I think it's important that we look at a few things here, just real quick. Uh, again, okay, let's read back over verse 10. It says, that you may walk worthy of the Lord until all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Okay, so if you're struggling uh, with feelings of, am I worthy? Okay, again, because if you're like me, you sin and when you mess up, it's just, you know, uh, that's when uh, those doings of condemnation come in. And uh, again, we'll, I don't want to jump ahead, but when there's a come to church, that's the last thing I need to do. Brandy, if you come up here and get this, please. Uh, for some reason, Miss Betty keeps trying to call me. That's about the second or third time. If you uh, can get that for me real quick, please. lives by herself, that's her heart, make sure she's okay there. But, uh, uh, you know, so if you're feeling, you're struggling with that, you know, should I uh, uh, be in that feeling where you, know, you need to ask yourself, you know, are you uh, bearing good fruit? You know, are you uh, uh, diving in uh, and, and increasing your knowledge in God? Are you spending that time in the Word? Are you spending that time in prayer? I mean, a real sincere prayer. You know, it's so easy to, to have a fleeting, uh, quick moment of, uh, well, God forgive me, I shouldn't have done that. You know, uh, Lord, you know, what should I do about this? And just go on. But to, to really sincerely uh, spend that time in quality of prayer, increasing your knowledge of the Lord. You know, I think so many people, they spend more time on social media, more time on the television than they do in the Word of God. And I think that's where, I said, where the devil can seep in and, and cause those attacks. So we need to make sure that we're very good fruit. We're demonstrating uh, those fruits of the spirit, and, uh, and we're increasing in the knowledge of God. And you have in verse eleven, strengthen with all might, according to His great glorious power, and to all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. So we need to make sure that are we showing a, a joyful attitude. Uh, or are we demonstrating patience? You know, uh, someone who is showing impatience is weak. And I'll be honest with you, I'm weak when it comes to being impatient. Now, I'm very impatient. I'm to tell you She goes, you're the most impatient person I've ever seen. And, uh, and, I'm, and sadly, I am. You know, just like somebody who can't control their temper. It's like uh, uh, walls that have been broken down around the kingdom. You know, God's word is clear on that. And we, it, it's hard to be patient because we live in a world where everything is instant. You know, there's no need for patients. You know, it's just like you know, microwave or whatever. You know, everything is instantaneous. You know, just like years ago before the internet really took hold. You had to do dial up. You had to call and had to, you know, pray to God to way, pick up the other phone. And then you know, we sit there taking forever to get to a website. Now, if, it, if everything's so instant that if, you, if your app don't open immediately, what's going on with this thing? It's horrible. What's going on? You, know, you freak out. But we've got to start showing patience towards those, particularly to the unchurched and to an unbelieving world. We need to start showing more patience. Because remember, like I was talking about last week, uh, is that you know we are guilty of trying to treat the blind as if they can see. And remember, to an unbelieving world, they don't understand the things of Jesus Christ. They don't understand uh, what what God has done and what Jesus Christ sacrifices is substitutionary atonement. They don't understand. Uh, these things that our eyes have been open to so we can't treat those who are unsaved like they can see And so we have to be patient with these people. Yes, I get aggravated too, and I get mad doing are these trolls on social media I get very mad get very angry In factors It's so difficult to uh, to withhold my temper. Is she all right, there. Oh, okay, but uh, so I don't know she's she trying to call her. So all right, so I uh, Verse 12 says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. So, uh, giving thanks to the Father, giving thanks to Him that in all things, that we are inherited. You know, remember, as children of God, we're going to inherit the things of the Father. So don't forget that inheritance, who you are called to be as Christians. We are the called out ones. We're going to inherit everything that Jesus is entitled to. We inherit that. So don't forget your great inheritance that we're going to have. So, you know, when you start feeling unworthy, you know, really, it's, a, it's really just self centeredness. But when you start focusing on who you are as a child of God, what you're going to inherit, what you're going to have, who you are in Christ Jesus, you are more than conquerors to Him. You do all things. Through Christ who strengthened you. We need to realize who we are. And so don't let the devil give us that defeatist attitude, which is condemnation. We don't need to have that kind of attitude when we are more than victors through Christ. That should make you happy and and, and joyful and to understand of what the inheritance, what we're going to have in the future. To keep our eyes on this world, world to come, be excited. It's so easy to feel that feeling of unworthiness and feeling of condemnation. In fact, look over here at Ephesians 2, 4, if you may, please. Ephesians 2, 4. Ephesians 2, 4 says that God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. So remember, you know, there's a difference between feeling condemnation, which is a defeatist attitude, and conviction, all right? So when you're feeling unworthy, you sinned, you messed up, you know, and, and it's so easy to, uh, uh, to feel defeated. It's so easy to feel like, you know, there's just no way out of this depression. There's no way out of, uh, of this uh, uh, feeling of, of loss, uh, no way of feeling, getting, getting away from addiction. A lot of people, particularly those who are trapped in addiction or pornography, uh, they just have a real uh, uh, feeling of, of condemnation. It's easy to be hard on yourself. You know, I, I'm, I'm harder on myself than anybody. I, I want to make sure I do a good job when I present the gospel. I want to make sure I do a good job uh, as, a, as a husband and as a father and as a son. And I feel like I fail in every area. Uh, you know, when I try to do... Uh, uh, I, I, I try to do a little woodworking on the side and I just feel like I do a horrible job and I see every single little flaw that I do and it just drives me insane. And uh, I'm almost as compulsive and I'm like, yeah, and I just, you know, I, I want to do things right. And uh, it's not that I'm looking for uh, man's approval, which is nice you know, with, uh, to, to get that, I guess, but it's just that I want to make sure I'm doing right before God. And particularly when, I, when I'm preaching or teaching, I want to make sure that I'm I'm presenting the gospel in a way that's helping you learn, helping you to understand. And it's just, I, I just feel like a failure so many times and it's easy to feel like that. And why? Because we put ourselves under a microscope. We see the things that not everybody else sees. And so it's not why it's easy to feel that condemnation. And that's why a lot of people that dealing with addiction, pornography addiction. They just feel so, they're just, they're just feel so miserable. They feel that like there's no way out. There's just that vicious circle. Uh, of trying to pull out of that and, and, and then you're just drawing right back into it again. And uh, uh, that, that, that circle of forgiveness and, and messing up, I forget, just that, that circle constantly going, going, going. But the only way out of that, all right? Now, one of this is to obviously give it all to Jesus Christ. Again, so spending that sincere time in prayer and in the Word. That's what you've got to do. But now, the difference between condemnation and conviction, see, conviction See, uh, is, it comes from, the, from God. It comes from the Holy Spirit. If you have to zero in on an area that you know you need working on. Like, for example, say if you're watching something that you know is, uh, uh, you, know, it's a, you know, it's very easy to binge watch shows on Netflix or something like that. And you get into a show and it's really uh, uh, getting in some areas of nudity or something. You know the Holy Spirit's a to saying, you really should be watching that. You need to get away from that. And uh, so then you realize, hey, you know what? I need to, to pull away from this and let's watch something else or listen to something else. And, and that's that conviction of the Holy Spirit. The zero is zero in on specifics that you need to change for the better. As Christians, remember, the Holy Spirit is there to help us. That parakletos is there to help us uh, in our, our time of need and time of redirection. That's what it's there for. The conviction is a good thing. That comes from God. Condemnation is a lie that comes from the devil. To make you think you are no good, that you uh, can never rise above where you're at, that you you're just constantly pushing you down, trying to draw, drive that way between you and God. That's what the devil wants to do, to make you hate yourself, to make you uh, to hate your circumstances. I, I think this comes from the devil. But when you're under conviction, that is a good thing. Because, you are just like uh, uh, my kids, if they mess up, my little girl sitting up right there and... Uh, Ah, uh, yeah, she's not little anymore. She's about to turn eighteen here this year, which I don't like. I want her to stay about eight years old. It'd make me happy. But when they were little, you know, if they messed up, well, then Daddy had to come in and, uh, or I'd make them ready to do it, uh, come in and tell them uh, that what they were doing was wrong, and you may have to spank them. You know, praise God! I have to give my kids a lot of spanks, but it's just you know you may have to do that. And uh, I know that. Uh, a lot of people, they don't like uh, when you talk about it, so you shouldn't hit a child. Hey, that's, shouldn't hit a child in an abusive way. There's no reason to, it's why God, put the uh, fleshy part of your backside on there to give you a few whacks. Hey, it didn't hurt me none. And he hurt didn't hurt me any either. In fact, we had more of that. We might have less of this. Tifa, anyway. I've heard of it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one of them would be jerked up and thrashed. Uh, but, uh, but it's because of my love for them that I corrected them. You know, because I'm proud of them. And I I want them to do the right thing. So they know, don't go play the street. Even though your grandfather and grandmother made me go play the street on purpose. It's not a good thing for you. So, I'm just joking. But, But that's what God does. He convicts us to redirect us to get us back on the right path. That is a good thing. That's what the Holy Spirit is there to do. But when you have that condemnation, Man, I got messed up again. I screwed up again. I'm just no good. I'm not worthy. I'm not, it's so easy to just beat yourself up. And I know I am bad for that. Because I mess up every single day. It ain't not matter if I want to. I'm going to. All right? It just I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say something stupid. In fact, y'all know what it's like. Okay? Because I am a nerd. All right? And because I am weird. The whole time I'm talking to you people, you don't realize in my head I'm saying don't say something stupid, don't say something stupid, don't say something stupid, you know? And then I try to be funny, and they're like, oh, that was stupid, that was stupid, because I, I, try, to, I try to be funny, and the person I'm talking to is going, what's, what's wrong with me, you? you know? <laughs> so I said, Randy, right I said, that was stupid, but well, oh, no, I wasn't really stupid, I don't think I said that, I, you know, so... What they call the social skills, you know. So <laughs> it's hard sometimes, you know, and uh, to, to always uh, try to be normal, <laughs> so, you know, and uh, and have it, uh, and go home with that feeling of uh, condemnation. I should have done that, you know. It is. uh what's I was gonna tell you a little. Uh, oh, what was it? I was gonna tell you a little story there. I'm a mild-mannered guy, I thought a little funny. there, I was gonna take my mannered like on I me. Mean. But, uh, uh, I don't take my time. Anyway, it's, uh, uh, we've got to get out of that and understand that we are worthy. And we can't listen to those lies of the devil. We can't listen to that. You know, let your joy be full. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of Christians walk around so downtrodden and so sad and so defeated. When the victory is yours, man. You should be excited. You should be happy. Of all people in this world, we should be happy. When the world is getting down, when everything is going on right now, we should be happy. Because we read the end of the book so we know that we win. So, you know, there's no reason to be sad or upset. I mean, God talks about our worthiness. I, I shouldn't look at I don't know, uh, I think it's Philippians 1. You can look in uh, uh, 1 Thessalonians 2, 2 Thessalonians 1, Revelation 3, 4. I mean, you look at so many different areas of the Bible talking about our worthiness. And uh, don't feel like that God's going to kick you out of the kingdom and cause you messed up. You know, God's not out there in the a big rubber race for saying, Well, Doug messed up again. He kicked his dog and told him he was stupid. So he's out of here, you know. That, not that you would do that, Doug. But, uh, you know, it, it's not, that's not how God works. Uh, you know, it, our, our God understands what we're meant. Guess what? If you don't know this, God is all-knowing and all-powerful. And I'll say that to be as smart as I am Just saying, understand, he doesn't change his plans according to what you do. He don't, you know, he, I don't mess up and God says, oh, I didn't know Matt was going to do that today. And gosh, let me, let me change this around and what I'm going to do. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. He knows past, present, and future. He knew you were going to sin. He knew you were going to stumble. And guess what? He still loves you anyway. Isn't that not a wonderful thing? That we are not only adopted. We are adopted. We, we are, are, are get to be a part of his kingdom. We are joint heirs. I mean, look at what we have. Not only did he choose us, but while we get to inherit on top of that. Now, here's something we need to look at as well. Let's look over here at Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Let's go over here at Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Now, when we look at Philippians 4, 8, and 9, I really think that uh, uh, these verses really point back. 2 Philippians 4, 6 to 7, for good reasons. And I, I want to go ahead and, and read those as well. Of course, you know, many of y'all know this is one of my favorite uh, verses. Uh, 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 but Philippians 4, 6 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, that your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which have ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Now, we look at these verses closely here because when you're having that feelings of unworthiness, when you're having those feelings of condemnation, you, you have anxiety. You know, and you just feel so, oh my gosh, you know, it just, you know, you feel like God's disappointed in you, and you just beat yourself up that much more, and it just, you, just, you know, you're just so anxious and upset and worried, and just, you know, just nothing's going right. And then we read God's word, all right, in order to have His peace. All right? Be careful for nothing, but in everything. So if we put everything in prayer, give God the glory. Instead of thinking on the negative, instead of focusing on those things that are going to rob us of our joy, instead of thinking on those things that uh, uh, that are out of our control. Now there there are uh, uh, you know there things that we can control. There's there's impulse that is uh, resisted and, and, and impulse that is uh, uh, irresistible. That's what Dr. Field. He said something like that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, but you know, sometimes we can, you know, it's like when I pray. Like, Lord, forgive me of sins, intentional, unintentional, and maybe sins I'm not even aware of. You know, because I want to get, make sure that I, when I go for God in prayer, I want to make sure that I I am cleansed before Him, before I go to God in prayer. And then I thank Him for these things. When we can be thankful, when we start being thankful, we can start understanding the peace of God, which is contentment. You know, and you see that in verses 11 through 13, talking about that contentment, the peace of God, that contentment, all right, which passes all understanding shall keep or or give your hearts and minds to Christ Jesus that, that that to keep that in your hearts. But finally, all right, finally, here's where you getting at. Brethren. now you're going to say whatever or instead of whatsoever, but six times we have whatever, whatever, whatever. When I see that whatever, I keep having, you know, Think about my of times she's mad at me. Whatever. 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 Anyway, this whatever is a good thing. Right? Whatever. Whatever. Things are true. So we want to think, instead of thinking negative, we want to think on the things that are true. The things of God are that are true. All right? So, you know, when you watch CNN, you know it's untrue. <laughs> And sadly, Fox at the time, too. But anyway, but uh, so you know that basically nine times i deal with all the news is untrue. So we know to disregard that, but we can trust in God's Word, despite those of the world. Just like I saw again, I think it was yesterday. So he said, well, that's been rewritten by man so many times. They put into it what they wanted it to, to say uh, for a political world. I said, you just do not know what you're talking about. Yes, God used men, all right, that's why it's inspired. God breathed in to them what he wanted them to say. But we can prove, just with the, uh, uh, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls alone, we can prove that nothing has changed in God's Word. So even though it's written by man, we know that, uh, you know, even though there have been evil men who have misused God's Word, but we know that same, we've got the same Bible today that God wanted us to have. So, you know, there's fallacies in that. But we know we can trust God's Word is static. Culture will change. Society will change. But God's Word is true and static. So we can focus on whatever is true, whatever things are honest. Alright? Whatever those things that are honest and wonderful in the sight of God. Whatever things are just. Alright? Those are you know, very interesting. Things that are just we see whatever things are pure. You know, you may say think that something is just, but it may not be pure. But we need to focus on what is just and pure because there is just and unjust. There are things that uh, people else say for same-sex relationship, for example, you know, we know that that is wrong. But you may have some people who may justify that and say, "Well, uh, it's just between them two, so what? What does it matter?" But it's not pure. It's not right in God's eyes. We know that it is wrong. And even though we have, uh, just like I was reading this morning, uh, Biden had uh, two transgender pastors. He was uh, uh, helped confirm something. I don't know what it was. They told to be, and then. Uh, this female pastor was glorifying, uh, she claimed to be a female Baptist pastor, uh, upholding uh, abortion. And said, so what a wonderful thing it was. Just sick, evil stuff. So people may try to justify that as good, even though we know that it is unjust and it's unpure. So we need to focus on those things that are just and those things that are pure. So we've got to be... Shouldn't all have come in kid's direction. All right, uh, <laughs> the things that are just and the things that are pure. What are some things that are lovely? All right, Not things that are ugly, things that are hideous, things that are wrong, but things that are lovely. And what are things are good report? If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think. Think on these things. Don't think on the wrong you've done. Don't think on the bad you've done. Don't think on the, on the ugliness of the, of the thing. Think on these things. Because when we can focus on this, then we understand our worthiness. We understand our place with God. We understand those things. See, man, the devil, he wants, to, he wants to get in our head. He's only to wrestle a lot with flesh and blood. That's why we have to fight spiritually, mentally, emotionally against the things of the devil. And we can do that by focusing on these things. Thinking on these things. So when you start trying to beat yourself up, when you start trying to tear yourself down, you say, you know what, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to think on the things that are true. These six things that are true, that are honest, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely. I want to focus. I want to think on these things. Because if you sit there and listen to the lies of the devil, you're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be worthy. You're never going to be we have got to focus and think on these things. And so, you know, every day is that battle. Every day, we have to be careful what we watch, what we listen to, what we look at in uh, television, radio. We have to be careful. We have to be aware. It's easy to justify. Well, that's just a, just what uh, uh, just how that movie is. That's just the way things are. And You know, it uh, amazes me how so much on regular television, they will... Uh, Blur out, or uh, bleep out, rather, uh, if they say a drunker, you know, let's say it's movie from the 80s, it's a derogatory term towards a homosexual, they'll bleep that out, Then they will probably the GD yet. you ever notice that? They got no problem with that. And uh, it just shows how vile and evil this world is continuing to get. You know, just like I was talking about the Avengers, stuff like that. They, uh, They've already said they're going to incorporate more homosexuals and lesbians and the transgender, they're going to start putting all that in there. And I don't care what you watch on television, I don't care what you watch we have to constantly be bombarded with this garbage. All right? And, and I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of pastors trying to justify it. I'm sick of churches trying to justify. It, it is it's sad that there's not enough pastors out there with a spy to stand up against the things that are wrong and call these things out for what they are. Yeah, I mean, we've got to speak the truth of love. We want to, hey, the homosexual is welcome here, all right, and the hope said just like any other sinner, they don't come to know Jesus Christ our first Lord and Savior. We want that. They don't come here to them where we're that or any other sin. Now, I've heard homosexuals say, well, you'll speak out against uh, adultery and pornography. yes, we do. We speak out against every goodness. I mean, anything that is contrary to the word of God, we're going to speak out against. They call it out as wrong and sinful. But my guys, my, <laughs> My Christian brothers and sisters. Uh, Don't feel like you're alone. I think sometimes when we mess up and we've got that feeling of unworthiness, it's easy to feel like we're alone. We're the only ones going through this. We're the only ones battling this. We're the only ones, boy, I wish I could be like this. I wish I could be more like this. Paul Barry, I know I to say that. I wish I could be more like, <laughs> but uh, be more like, you know, Richie. I wish I could be more like Jason or, you know, because you see some people out there and you're thinking, man, they just seem like they got it together, you know. I mean, I, I miss them. I lost of minutes. Don't compare yourself to other people. You just focus on your walk with the Lord and realize that you're not alone in your walk and, you know, and that you are worthy. If you know Jesus Christ, your personal and sacred, you are worthy You are worthy. You are of great value. Remember that. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget who you are in Christ Jesus and that you are a king's kid. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Is that not awesome? We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through him. So don't let yourself, let your joy get raw from the lies of the devil. Let your joy be full. And if you don't know Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, guess what? You're not worthy. And you will suffer condemnation. And you will spend an eternity in hell if you don't know Jesus Christ your firstborn and Savior. That's why God is giving time right now. Giving time for individuals to come to know him before it's too late. Because it's going to be. One of these days you're going to wake up and you're either going to be in heaven or Christ will rapture us out of here and you're going to be left here standing here holding a bag "Oh, Boy, I wish I'd listen to that little weird fat man up there and don't know how to talk to people, you know. So, it is, uh, I'm telling you, you better make that choice today before it's too late. You have time now. Heaven is real, hell is real. And I don't care what the world may tell you, that's the truth. Let us stand. We'll have a word of prayer. And after that, uh, Mrs. Brown, be kind enough to uh, uh, play the invitation. If you have any concerns, uh, come forward. If you want to just Christ, Lord, Savior, come forward. Well, let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you uh, for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us, Lord Jesus, to cast off these lies of the devil and help us to understand our worth. Not that we're seeking affirmation from those around us to justify anything. But Lord, I understand that we're through you that we are worthy. Lord, we thank you, we praise you. Lord, for anyone this morning that doesn't know you, let them say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with Your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You're feeling down and out, it's easy to surround yourself by people to make yourself feel better, other right? I mean, kind of, There's a difference between men and women when that happens. When women get together, and one woman says, I feel fat. Other women will say, No, you're beautiful. They get a group of God together and say, Man, I'm fast and doubt deaf. like you get two or three pigs, right? There's a difference between how women react and men react to uh uh <laughs> bad effects. But, uh, but here's the thing. If you don't need to feel worthy by other people, it's your focus on the Lord that makes you worthy. So don't forget that. Well, let us close the prayer. And after I get down praying, if I have the deacons and elders come forward, please, uh, Mr. Ritchie, we're we'll we'll doing an on on him. So let us pray. Dear Father Lord, again, come before you and praise your holy name. Lord, thank you for this day, your grace and your mercy. Thank you for each and person here this morning. Pray that you lead God, to protect him, keep him safe forever. We meet again. Lord, let us shine. In this world of darkness, Lord, let us help uh, use this to help see the lost saved. In Jesus' name, I pray.